Hello everyone, my name is Neil Pettigrew and I'm Vice President of Exploration and a Director of Palladium One and I'm very pleased to be talking to you guys today. Uh, Palladium One is a battery metals focused junior with operations in Canada and Finland and uh, most recently it has been our Tyco project in Ontario where we've had extraordinarily high-grade nickel drill intercepts that has been the focus of the company. Hi Neil, uh, good to be talking to you again. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, now just to start off with I think it'd be really helpful if you could recap uh, what happened in 2022. You know, obviously there was a lot going on. Um, so yeah, a quick summary of 2022, please. We actually had a very significant year last year with exploration discovery success. Um, it also saw the first uh, resource update on our uh, LK project in Finland, in which we doubled that resource to 4 million ounces plate and equivalent. However, that did come out in April, just as the market rolled over, um, you know, with the effect of the uh, the war in Ukraine, and thus it really didn't get the traction that we were hoping for with it. However, Tyco has been a very good news story. We've had the discovery of the West Pickle Zone, another analog to the high-grade Smoke Lake Zone. And so we've been having a great deal of exploration success. We've had a lot of delays in the assays from the lab, obviously. So as you probably saw with the last one, we have a lot of pending assays. So a lot of the news flow that actually was done last year will be coming out this year, as we just saw. Uh, you last you week. say you've had these um, these the, this kind of the the, uh, the discovery at Tyco, and um, what was it? Hole seventy was uh, the, the spectacular hole. Um, Remind me what that, you know, it was, the, the, that was very nice looking yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was, it was um, 10% nickel over several meters. And um, as I got, the, when I went through this most recent news release, I saw that you were releasing holds from hole 68 to 73. So you'd obviously seen that hole 70 was a, was a kind of a winner. And that was over in um, uh, Smoke Lake over to the east. And well, that's West Pickle, right sorry. 67 to... 70, those are all West Pickle holes. We haven't released any Smoke Lake results yet this year. Oh, you haven't released any Smoke Lake? So so that... that, that... Oh, I thought that very good result was from Smoke Lake. No, it's no, from West see, Pickle. this so is one of the things West that Pickle. we're not getting recognition in the market, is this is a brand new discovery. Smoke Lake was a brand new discovery two years ago. This is a brand new discovery. All the recent results have been West Pickle, and then those results from Hole 70 were actually even the highest grade assay. We're talking, you know, 13% nickel. You know, so I mean, in an individual assay, um, I would say that we're very good at being systematic and adding value to projects. And that is what we are going to be doing. And I do believe that is why we have support on the financial end. And I do believe the share price will follow that eventually. Okay, so on um, that financing, um, you're referring to the fact that you've, you've done a flow through financing and you've got, I think, uh, $11 million, $11.3 million as, as at the end of last, as at the end of the year, so a few weeks ago. Correct. Yes, so that includes the flow through and the higher dollar tally from the company. And this is one of the strengths of Palladium One is unlike many juniors that have a few months of operation in the kitty, we're very well positioned to take advantage of this market. If this market continues to deteriorate, there will be buying opportunities and we will look at those. But right now we are very focused on Tyco. We've obviously cashed up for this year. So we have another $5 million budget for Tyco. And this is going to really be targeting these conolith structures. So we're going to be moving from the high grade that we've seen at West Pickle and Smoke and looking for the source of this remobilized sulfide, which we do believe is out there. And we have hints of it like at RJ with that 85 meters of uh, half percent nickel, 2% copper. So um, $5 million for um, Tyco, good. I've registered that. Um, the... 
just going back to the assays from last year and the drilling that you've seen from last year, the, the news release from this week says you've got another 49 holes pending. Are those from holes 73 and higher or some of those earlier holes that didn't look good and got pushed to the back of the queue? No, no. If you look at our news releases, we are caught up to 73. Uh, we've released everything from when we started drilling to hole 73. We're quite transparent about that. The holes that are remaining are coming in from the labs and they are starting to come in. We will have other subsequent releases as they come, but you've got to remember that we were facing three plus months delay on nickel assays. Even rush assays were taking close to two months. It was ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, this is and one has of that backlog cleared. Well, it's still chewing through. We haven't got all the assays back yet. So stuff that I sent in in December, you know, probably won't be done until March, you know, or, you know, late February at the earliest. And, you know, that is a bit of the fact of life um, in the sector right now. So you're seeing a lag in the uh, results. So you're going to see a lot of results flowing in through here. And we have done a lot of additional drilling in addition to West Bickle. Um, we drilled quite a bit on the smoke, especially the greater area around Smoke Lake. We did reconnaissance work out at the RJ and the Tycho Zone, including some surrounding targets. So there is a lot more stuff other than West Pickle that's coming down the pipeline. And you can't talk about the visuals on those. Well, it's probably better not to, isn't it? Because um, just probably better to wait for the for the assays. But um, do you feel as if you've got a handle on your targeting? I, I do think we have a handling on targeting and we don't put out visuals all the time. So I know many companies do, and we have done them in the past when we have something spectacular like West Pickle or Smoke to talk about, right? Um, you know, if you drill around smoke, you're going to get massive sulfide. So that's no longer a material, you know, visual release in my books, unless you've got, you know, say 25 meters of massive sulfide. Yes, I would do something about that. But the, uh, I think we're going to have some very nice results coming from our subsequent uh, assays. And uh, I can tell you that visually we know what we saw and we know what our targeting is going to be. And this is why we are really kind of focused into this Conalus story. And it's really the development that we saw from last year. It's like one of the things that I keep trying to get across to this property is that this is a new area. We're not working in an area with a geological database or a lot of past drilling or anything like that. We are building our database as we go. And so, you know, late summer, early fall, we realized that, hey, there is a lot more ultramafic rocks on this property. These conolith structures are real. They are out there. We tested one with hole 76. You know, RJ had that 85 meter zone. All of a sudden we realized that, wow, there's a lot more ultramafic rocks and hence bulk tonnage targets on this property than we realized. And this is probably why we are seeing these very high-grade zones like West Pickle and Smoke coming out, is that these are the remote zones. They're easy to see in the EM. You know, the more disseminated, net-textured material that could be out in those condolists is not going to show in the EM. And so that's what we're really going to be focused on this year, is going out ground-truthing that. In fact, we have a high-resolution mag survey starting up within days that will help in the modeling, both in the 2D and the 3D, for these conless structures, which will be the focus of this year's program. I was going to ask about that because, yeah, you talk about the MAG survey and, and quite a lot of your images seem to have quite a good MAG survey anyway, but presumably the the, the, the resolution that you're looking for or the, the, the quality of the image is, is, is greater so that you can um, map the, the, the these conoliths, these feeder zones in the subsurfaces. And, and will it give you an indication of the the uh, the remobilization zones as well. Will it give you the kind of the weak signal for the that will match up with the EM that, that you seem to think is the kind of the 
that, that you've linked to the higher grade narrower zones? Well, yes, I do think it will help with both. So, so what we have challenged at Tycho, and yes, we have a good survey. It was done with the geotech, but it's just a single detector, 100 meter space. We're going to be doing 75 meters or tighter spacing with a very devoted mag system. And that's going to provide us with that resolution, which we need, because we have a lot of interference with the mag. We have a couple of different diabase dike sets that need to be filtered out. And then the problem of non-magnetic mineralized rocks is the bulk of the mineralization that we found thus far is a non-mineralized or non-magnetic rocks. However, they are proximal to magnetic rocks. So basically the proxenites are unmineralized. They are the general host of the mineralization, but the critodites can be mineralized and they tend not to have as much, but they are the ones that show up. So you basically use them as vectors to get yourself close to where you want to be. Um, and that's what we're really going to be doing here is refining that geological model and going out and ground truthing those things. And so that's really kind of what we're at is that I like to, I act in this property to, to working in a, some places in Africa and somewheres where you come in and you're not given, you know, this beautiful data set, you have to go out and create your own data set. So that's sort of what we're doing here is now that we're onto the conolis as one of the main targets here, we need to refine that model. We're not just hunting VTAM anomalies now. We're going to be looking at uh, defining these structures over several kilometers, we think, and then finding the sweet spots along them to drill test. When I look at your map, you've, in the west, you've got um, uh, West Pickle, and then there's a gap, a gap about 3Ks to uh, RJ. And then below that, there's another about 3Ks to Tycho, and then it's kind of 20Ks to Smoke Lake. Um, you, um, I, I'm just trying to get my head around what's the, what you're going to see as a success story in 2023 is it going to be the drilling of the interconnecting zones or you're going to be trying to find to find one conolith zone or you're going to drill out one of the high um the high grade narrow sulfide zones so success just... is going to be a bit of both we obviously are going to continue uh to expand west pickle um you know who wouldn't <laughs> the uh the big question is going to be how much more we find in these surrounding areas, right? So, you know, if I throw up this uh, slide here quickly, and this will, I promise not to do this very often. Okay, so this is the image you're talking about, right? This is the one from the most recent presentation. And this is showing these conolith structures, right? So imagine what we know about the project being a little circle around Smoke and West Pickle, right? And little one, tiny ones around RJ and Tycho. And I'm talking like, you know, once you get more than 500 meters outside of these zones, we have no geological information as far as on the boots mapping, you know, this kind of stuff. So getting out onto these conolith structures and doing basic prospecting mapping and soils is really going to be a key thing for focusing the drilling this year. And so once we've improved the modeling uh, with the new mag survey, that on boots on the ground is really what we're going to be doing. And you got to remember that this is a disrupted um, signature. You know, you have these strong dikes that you can see going through the northwest and the northeast, and these are those later diabases, and they just clutter the mag. So we're really working at trying to see through that clutter to improve our targeting on these conolith structures. And you mentioned that the uh, one of the rocks, the peridotites, is going to lead you to the mag structure, but that's not necessarily the the main mineralization. And actually, there might be uh mineralization proximal to that how do you go from the target of the peridotite to actually your your, your main your main goal 
So this one is a great example of using the magnetic rocks to vector your way in, right? So this is also from the latest news release. So here we have that uh, 100 plus meters of uh, ultramavic and one hole, right? Now you can see there's gaps where there's not visual high ultramafics. However, you have West Pickle that sits next to these things. You have RJ that sits next to these things. And so what we think we have going on is you're just not seeing those non-magnetic rocks, which tend to be the host of the mineralization. So with a more refined survey, you know, we may pick up some of these very subtle features that sit next to those um, highly magnetic rocks and vector in on those. Also doing soils has worked fantastic for us. You know, that's how Smoke Lake was found. Um, West Pickle also produced a strong signature when we did it. So that is really going to be one of our focuses there. But this sort of exemplifies that, yeah, there's red bullseyes, but maybe that's not exactly where you want to be. You know, we could have a situation where there's unmineralized or non-magnetic rock in between. And we also have the potential for more remob at depth. One of the concepts we've looked at is that we actually see less of the high grade when we see more preservation of the ultramafic rocks. So perhaps these are simply deeper and beyond the reach of the airborne VTAM survey we did. So additional geophysics to target deeper mineralization between these two zones is also on the books. Okay, so um, thank you. Don't don't uh, keep this keep this image up, please. So um, yep. really, what you're saying is that you can um, pick up the conoliths very clearly, and those are going to come yep. out in the high res mag, and so that's going to give you the 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 better handle on the conoliths, and then things get things get uh, subtle this is kind of the the art and the science of of um uh, of exploration where and you're going to have to do geochemistry field prospection field field prospection and mapping where you can yeah. and um see if those coincident uh, indicators from the surface the geochemistry and the mapping tie up mm. with a subtle uh, potential to physical signal and those will generate your drill targets. Yes, so it's going to be a combination of field work and that will help find the stuff that cannot be detected through EM plus deeper EM studies to look for you know those buried um, lenses and that'll be either some ground surveys that we're looking at also drilling some deeper holes and borehole EM this summer as well. Yeah. So okay. there is going to be a twofold. We're going to look for the bulk tonnage target and then we're going to look for more of those high grade zones as well. And, you know, this is a fish, a small section of the large property. Obviously, the area between West Pickle and RJ is sort of one of the higher priority areas. But we have so many of these condolists on the property that we really need to go through the prioritization process to see which other ones uh, might really warrant uh, drilling this year. Is your mag survey going to cover the, the conoliths, uh, the, the, the main kind of um, belt in, in the southern half of your uh, uh, permit area? And is it going to... Um... Are you going to be able to cover that with enough geochemistry to be able to do that ranking exercise this year? We are going to be going out with a small army this year. So we are not going to be able to cover everything, obviously. However, you know, those condolents are fairly discrete structures. So this is why we really want that uh, geophysics to kind of help winnow us in on those areas is that we're going to get on those things along strike and follow them along strike. And, you know, many of them may be swamps. And so they're just going to be either drill tested or not. But this area has never been mapped by the Ontario Geological Survey. You know, when Smoke Lake was found with those soil samples, I went out there myself and found mineralized boulders on surface, right? So this is the kind of stuff that people think about 100 years ago. But, you know, we may well find actual showings outcropped on surface. Uh, boulders, for sure. 
in some of these areas that are mineralized. And so that kind of basic geology is really required before you just start punching a whack of holes. Like this is one of the reasons that we don't throw five or six drill holes or drills on this target at a time is that we are working systematically. And that has served us very well uh, on this project for discovery success. And um, on that note, when do you think the rigs will be mobilized? I think they will be near the end of the second quarter. We're hopeful that uh, it's been a warm winter. We'll get out early this spring. We want to get some of that field work in before we start punching holes in. And you'll also want to have the the GIF physics uh, interpreted and all of the data from the first phase of drilling, you know, that's going to suck as much uh, juice out of those, um, of, of that information um, uh, kind of host as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we do need to have that $5 million budget and that's still going to be fairly drill heavy. So we may have uh, multiple rigs, but they are going to be more focused to the end of the year rather than this winter. And that will segue actually pretty well with the lab since we're not going to have all those results back until, you know, late February, early March anyways. So, the so uh, yeah, I would say that we have a plan for the property and, you know, it has worked thus far. We are continuing to be systematic and we have a great deal of potential on this project. I mean, it is really kind of an early stage project, really at the end of the day. Um, what's the feedback that you've been getting uh, about the concept about Tyco as a new play you know uh, I don't know if you've been speaking to any investors or whether you've been working solely on the technical side but what's your what, what's it felt like from where you've been sitting? I think part of it is the misunderstanding of how quickly exploration can advance right so if we use Talon as an example you have a situation where there had been years of exploration uh, devoted to that project before they came in. In fact, they spent a couple of years themselves before they really had that success and moved along in that project. And so people see this timeline as like, well, you get that first high-grade hole, you should have a resource out by the end of the year, and we should be mining, you know, in a couple of years' time. And that's not quite the case here. This is a more complicated story. You know, Talon is basically in situ. It hasn't moved since the day it was in place. This property has you know, had a lot of structure and alteration and remobilization to it. And so there is more complexity to work through. And so just because we have, you know, a whole 70, which, you know, is absolutely spectacular. I mean, I've never seen Pentlandite eyes like that anywhere. You know, the nickel grades are huge. Um, that doesn't mean that the resource is coming out in six months time. So I think there might be a bit of misunderstanding on the stages of exploration in that regard. But I think the other bit is just that the market is not really that receptive to this right now, right? So, I mean, there are a few bright spots in the market, obviously, but on the whole, you know, it has been a bit of a rough ride, you know, no question about it. Um, so, I mean, what you've effectively said is that these things take time um, and you've got um, the holes coming out in the, in the, in the next quarter. Um, but really what the market's got to hang on to is the, the scope and the scale of the play. That's really kind of what it is, is that it's the stage of this play, right? So this thing is still, despite our successes, at a fairly early stage. And you guys remember, if we took out the permitting delays, we found like smoke and West Pickle in less than 12 months. So, you know, it, we are advancing it. However, there is a speed limit to which it can happen. Now, that all may change if we drill into one of these conolists and hit 100 plus meters of, you know, 0.7 nickel or something like that, right? I mean, that, that could really change the dynamics because we really haven't focused on these conolith structures thus far. So 
you know, we are shifting gears somewhat, but that's really a result of increased knowledge about the project as we go. Yeah. Um, I always say that discovery is an incremental process of de-risking. Um, and you stretch the elastic band and then you never know when it's going to move the market. But eventually when there's, there's, it seems if there's enough information out there, suddenly you can get the, um, uh, you can, you can get the, 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 the re-rating in the market. And of course, of course, of course, occasionally there's a humdinger of a hole, which does it for you. But um, quite often it's a slow realization. It's a slow dawning. I would say it's a systematic approach, right? And so, you know, being a geologist, I mean, this is something that I pride myself on is being systematic and de-risking targets, right? So there's a reason that, you know, we tend to have a very high exploration success is that we invest in the geophysics and we invest in, in the ground truthing so that by the time you start putting those holes in, you know, you are hitting your targets, right? So, I mean, yes, you could drill faster, you could do less prep, um, you are asking for trouble in those cases. So, you know, I think that uh, we will be given market recognition for the path that we have chosen. It is unfortunate where the stock price is right now, and we are working to change that. I think that uh, there are a few companies in our position, though, with such a healthy treasury and advanced projects and high-grade nickel projects that that, that uh, re-rate is coming sooner than we think. Great. Well, Neil, I look forward to uh, catching you on the way up as you do that re-rate process. Um, perhaps we could speak again uh, either after all the results are in or once you're working on the field program. Um, but um, keep me up to date with progress. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, very thank you as well. And I always look forward to talking with you, Marlon.